Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode 96, Truth Hurts. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. Um, I know I did. I have some stories for you guys. So we're about to get into uh, the shits. Um, So let's go with Damn America. So Damn America, a Massachusetts mom says her son, school, suspended him for hugging his gym teacher. That's very weird. Um, so when I read the article here, um, it was a little funny. I didn't know how to take it. I didn't really know exactly what was going on in the article, but when I did go over it and look at it, it was a little weird. So I'm guessing that the school, the gym teacher was white. Um, the kid, he got suspended for 10 days and he has a, um, a discipline, like he has like a record for, for discipline. So the guy, the, the mother is his foster mom or whatever. So the guy, the little boy, he's like 12 years old. Um, the school was Forest Grove Middle School, and it's in War, um, Worcester, Massachusetts. So, I'm reading the article, and you know, the, the, the little boy, he's seven years old, you know, he admits, you know, he was in gym class, he was goofing off with his friends in gym class, and he said at the end of the day, he just hugged her. Nothing, you know, really happened. So he further explained to his mother. He was like, you know, when the teacher told him to sit out, he went over to give her a hug and asked not to be reprimanded. And he claims he wanted to continue to playing dodgeball with the rest of his friends or whatever. So I guess apparently when 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 the when the kid went over to hug the teacher, the teacher resisted the hug and insisted that he sit out temporarily and so later after that he was allowed to get back with his friends but he was called into the principal's office when he was about to go to his next class so they called the mother in and they're telling the mother that when the little boy went to go hug the teacher his hug was too tight and it was forceful and it was aggressive and that it was inappropriate. So the school story didn't match up, of course, of what he was being accused of. So, and the mother is like, look, my son's story has been consistent from day one. So I don't know, you know, what y'all, what y'all talking about. So of course, you know, 
the mother didn't expect the teacher to be okay with being touched or being hugged, but she did expect the teacher to, mm, I guess she expected the teacher to have boundaries in the classroom. So, you know, like she said, like, this is from the mother. She's like, I didn't expect the teacher to have to be okay with being touched or being hugged, but I do expect as an educator that she educate what the boundaries are in her classroom, she said. If you can admit to me that you didn't have a mechanism or a process or any way of informing students what your expectations were, but then in the same breath you say to me, he's 12, he should know hugs are not okay, it's it's, um, confounding. Okay, he's 12, a 12 year old, they're with their teacher, they're going to just be like, okay, you know what, let me go over here and try to bribe the teacher to not say anything or not do this to me. So it's just like you bring your teacher an apple or something like, you know, that little stereotype thing that comes into play. Like, oh, you brought your teacher an apple to school because you didn't want the teacher to call your mother because you were, you know, doing this, that, and the third. So I guess the little boy thought like, okay, you know what? How about I go over and give my teacher a hug and say like, hey, please don't, I didn't mean it. Please, I'm so sorry. And, you know, nowadays, kids, you know, even though they have their parents, they also look at their teachers and their educators to be uh, um, uh, a mature uh, individual that they look up to. And also they care for just as well as they care for their parents because they're with this adult every you know, single day and they're with them for majority in hours of the day. So I just thought, you know, it was very crazy for them to even suspend him for something like this, you know, and when the mother in the article, when I read it, the mother was like, she, when she went to go pick her son up, he was crying. He didn't understand what he did wrong. You know, he was just giving her a hug. And, you know, also teachers are there if the children need to, you know, talk to them, if certain things they're experiencing or if it's certain things that are going on with them within the school, they should be there to be able to talk to the kids about anything. And the mother feels, and we may all feel this way, that race may play an issue with this because the teacher was white and the young man was black. And it just goes back to, you know, back in the day, the 1960s, where, you know, if a black boy was to whistle at a white woman, they would be killed and, you know, young Emmett Till and things like that. And it's a shame that we have to relive history and we have to go through all these things again. And we honestly have to sit our children down at such a young age and just explain certain things and just go over certain things that we we feel that we left behind, that we conquered, that we, you know, achieved. We achieved, you know, being equal to the whites. We achieved, you know slavery like those are things that we overcome as a race but apparently in Massachusetts it doesn't seem that way um I think it's absurd I think it was crazy I think it was just more so of a kid being a kid and him not even 
thinking of such a thing. I don't think he held the teacher aggressively. I don't think he held the teacher too tight. I think he honestly was just like, please, you know, please, uh, Miss Adams, or don't, don't, don't do that. Please don't do that. I won't act up no more. You know, he's 12. These are what kids do, you know, so... 10 days is a stretch. It's not like he was fighting. It's not like he, you know, did what majority of half of these. Look, just look at the kid we saw over the weekend. The black teacher there is a superhero and basically took a rifle from the child and the child hugged him and cried to him and, you know, was deeply, you know, going through it. And that's what the children look for some of these children not saying that this young boy or the foster mother is not doing right by him but some of these children go home to situations that are not loving to situations that are not ideal and yet again they're with this adult all day and they're just looking at that adult to nurture to you know help them and I really think that was an honest uh, mistake on the school's part and I feel like, you know, this is starting to give some parents reasons of why they should maybe do homeschool for their kids because, you know, they want their kids to be uh, be able to be around kids and be social and be normal. But some things are just <laughs> are just a little bit too much. But, you know, damn America, 12 year olds can't even hug their teachers, unfortunately, and they can't even be a kid and make mistakes and just be in. Uh, a situation where it doesn't cause them to rethink, you know, what they have done and have them think that, oh my God, what, what did, I, did I do this? Is it like, you know, it's just about ridiculous. So, um, I don't know exactly everything that happened to him. Um, she was, so the parent was able to get the son's um, disciplinary uh, record reduced to disruption of school and his suspension was also reduced to four days which I think is crazy I think that he shouldn't have been suspended at all I don't think that he should have had any of this occur but I guess the school basically wants to make an example out of him so that's what they did uh so our next damn America topic is is Gina Rodriguez really canceled? So she was rapping the Fugees lyrics. So, you know, Gina Rodriguez, she's from um, the that show, that Virgin show or whatever. She's from there. She's an actress in Jane the Virgin. And she's from this other little movie I saw on Netflix. So she's singing the Fugees ready or not. And, you know, she's getting her makeup done and she's reciting the line. She's like, you can do what you do. You can do what you do. Easy believe me. Fronting niggas give me heebie-jeebies. The internet went crazy. Okay. She's Afro-Latina. And this has been a big thing with Afro-Latina. This has been a big thing on um, basketball-wise with Evelyn, Afro-Latina. Afro-Latinas, they are black. If you do your history about the Spanish, don't get me to getting into it because the bitch don't really know. But, you know, my best friend, she does educate me a little bit on it. And she's from New York, so she is around most of it. Um, it's not like she was like the lady at the CVS that was going crazy and was like, I hate niggers. Like, no, 
She's literally rapping a lyric. And the thing that I hate about the black community, yes, that is our dialogue. That's what we use. That's how we converse. That's how we talk. But it's like we have to set the example where we have to maybe stop using the word and addressing. And maybe people, I guess around won't feel comfortable like there's not a rap song out here that doesn't have the word nigga in it you know like it's there now could the people that were doing her makeup were they offended probably not because they probably have conversations they probably listen to rap music all the time the internet went crazy I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yo, there's so many other things that the internet can go crazy about, but they're not. They're not. And her, that one little lyric, you know, people went in and talk about, oh, this video she did, she not really sorry, blah, 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 blah. Like, yo, give me a break. Jane, Jane the Virgin don't even come on no more, y'all. And people are still watching it on Instagram. I mean, not on Instagram. Um... Netflix. They're watching it. It's streaming. No one's not going to watch Jane the Virgin because she decides to rap something from the Fugees. Like, give me a break. This, uh, you know, this rapping of the lyrics and you saying nigga and shit, like, it's it really get out of hand. People need to give me a break. They really need to do their research on Afro-Latinas. Uh, you know, yes. I just think the way... The way other races use the word should be what we really focus on. If they're out there deceiving yes and yelling and being blunt and stupid, then yes, we definitely should feel some type of way. But her sitting in her dressing room rapping lyrics, it's not a problem. I, I really was not offended at all. And I'm. it's sad to say that Instagram and social media have really taken things to the next level and drawn it out of proportion and make it bigger than what it needs to really be. And it's just like, okay, like, give it a break. Calm it down. It's not that fucking serious at all. Um, so I don't, she's not canceled. Honestly, not even to mention, I'm not even a big fan of hers any fucking way. So I don't even care. Ain't care less at all. I just happened to see that it was trending. I'm like, why the fuck is she trending? Like, what? And then when I saw the video, I'm like, the fuck? It's not, this is what people talking about? Okay, bye, y'all. Okay, see ya. And then, you know, she tells her stuff and everybody's just like, oh my God. Da, da, da. Like, it was just, it was just too much. So, it, it, it just took me back. But, you know, damn America this young man that we should be caring about, he got suspended for just being a kid, embracing, hugging, loving his educator. And the educator, unfortunately, took it the wrong way. And damn America, oh, the N-word. It's very sensitive. It's a raw thing. People get very, very mad about it. And they get very offensive and feel some type of way. So, you know, hopefully we can come to a resolution with that. Maybe things should change in certain situations. I'm not sure. But hopefully we can get it together. We'll see. Um, so our rising star, we have Dottie. She's a breast cancer survivor. Um, so she was diagnosed with breast cancer in March of 2018. Her first hormone treatment was three months of 
acetrol to try and shrink her tumors, after which she underwent a double mastectomy in July. Now she's currently undergoing 25 treatments of radiation therapy. Um, she says it was very overwhelming when first being diagnosed because of all the testing and treatments are being done so quickly. She said it's hard to remain strong and confident through the whole process. You you can often feel as if you're in a whirlwind and have no control of anything happening to you. She still said she said she still feels that way sometimes, but it's important to everyone to slow down, listen, and ask questions about everything that's going on. Um, she said her appearance, she just felt gross. She felt like, you know, it was taking, it takes a toll on her strength to fight. But um, she received her feeling beautiful again bag at the right moment. And when she opened the bag and seeing the words, hello, beautiful, really made her feel so much better. Um, so she said, you know, it's easy to get frustrated and um, discouraged as often, but she had a good support team. Um, she took a step back and she remembered how wonderful they had been to her throughout her whole process. Um, she says it's important just to take one day at a time and learn, or lean on your support team and organizations like the I Go Pink. And she's so thanks and she's so um, she's so uh, thankful for them um, for supporting her and reminding her of how beautiful she is. So shout out to Dottie. She's a breast cancer survivor and she is our rising star. Okay. All right, y'all. So the twerk something segment is coming. It's good. We got some tea, got some shit to get into. Okay. But before I get into that, niggas. Now, I'm going to say the word nigga, okay? Because sometimes the truth hurts, okay? Because when you say the word nigga, that means that something is about to go down and you're about to cuss the eye out. So, please don't. Please stop inviting females to a table and you don't have a variety of liquor, Okay? You got some different types. Sometimes you got a different caliber of women at the table, okay? You're going to have some ratchets. You're going to have some classes, you know, classies. And you're going to have some that are just like the picture females, the photo the photo girls, okay? Now, the photo girls, they're not worrying about drinking. They just want to take photos. The classy bitches that feel like tonight is the night they just want champagne, bubbly drink, you're going to have them. And the ratchets, they're going to drink whatever liquor is there, okay? So you have to come. You have to be, have the table with a variety of liquor, okay? You can't just have Hennessy. You got to have a brown. You got to have some vodka or some tequila. And you got to at least have some champagne, okay? So if you're that broke that you can only afford one bottle but you at the club every weekend then nigga something ain't right okay y'all need to step this shit up or just give it up niggas can't even buy and i and and you know i was being nice i said a house champagne because i know those are like 65 70 house champagne i didn't even say Moet. I didn't even say, you know, Bel Air. I said house. 
nigga, you that broke that you can't get a house champagne? You know, like, this is the clown, and this is the clown shit that bitches be talking about. But niggas think that, you know, bitches is doing too much. They always call them broke now, blah, blah, blah. But you can't even get a house champagne, okay? Can't even get a house champagne. So, you know. I experienced that this weekend and it was just a little bit too much for me and I was over it. I was done. I was actually flabbergasted. It was a lot. It was just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, it was too much. It was too much. So let's get into the titty. Okay. Um, so, you know, it was homecoming and uh, Fabulous was there and his show got canceled at Georgetown University because of the whole domestic violence thing with Emily. Also, Fabulous, I'm learning, has a child. This child has been around for a long time. He got a video girl pregnant, maybe back in 2003 or some shit like that. And he doesn't claim the child. Um, the girl, that's the video girl, she's trying to get him to take a paternity test, but he won't. So she's trying to maybe get the sister to take like a DNA type test or something like that. I don't know. Um, but you know, Fabulous has been doing a lot of posting of Emily, a lot of them hanging out or whatever the case may be, which is what we don't give a fuck about because we will I know a rumor has it that Emily was hanging out with Cam Newton and once Fab learned about her hanging out with Cam Newton that's when his nigga wants to be all about his relationship wants to post his girl wants to be so in love wants to give us captions and it's just like nigga bye so I can't do Fab and Emily. They're not an ideal. Like, honestly, none of the celebrities are ideal couples to me. Like, I have my favorite couples that I like, but I don't base, if I get into something, base my relationship off of what I see on social media. Social media has damaged relationships so bad that it's quite toxic. And, you know, when you finally see the truth, it hurts you so bad that you were painted this narrative. And then when you finally are there and you see it up close, it's just like, damn, you know, like you're just so taken back. You're just hurt by it. So Fabulous and Emily, like she's been with him for years. He hasn't gave her a ring. You know, it'd be very surprising. If he gives her a ring, I would be very surprised. And not even that, she may not, she may not want to get married. He may not be the marrying type. I don't know, but he's definitely not, not the boyfriend type. He's definitely not the man type. But you know, to each his own. Everybody loves who they love. Everybody wants what they want. And all I am is just a spectator, and I just take my index finger and I just stroll. Okay, that's all I do. I just stroll, and you know. I can't really, you know, comment or judge or anything like that because shit is just beyond. Um, and while we're on celebrity relationships, so there was a thing that Diddy and Lori Harvey, you know, were over. She wasn't following him on Instagram, but apparently they're keeping their relationship private. 
so they say. So his son says, the one that looks like him, they're keeping it private. They're in a good space. It's not uh, what people think, whatever like that. My thing with that relationship is Diddy is almost 50. She's 23 or 22. What exactly could they have in common? What exactly could they talk about? Nothing. Um, I think and I find it very disgusting that all of the women that his son, not all of the women, but the women that his son were rumored to be messing with, daddy goes out and get it. Like, nigga, you can't find nobody your age. Like, or in this case, just be alone. Be alone. You you got money. Just be alone and maybe pay for prostitutes all day I don't know like just do something other than why would you want to be with this 22 year old girl it doesn't make any sense to me I, I've never I, I, don't, I wouldn't be able to say I really wouldn't I wouldn't be able to say at all I, I really wouldn't even know where to go wouldn't even know um This is something that I rumor. So Big Sean and Janae Aiku, they may be married. That's the rumor people are saying. People are saying that they have rings on their fingers and they're married. They also are saying that it may be a baby bump. Now, this couple I did like. I like them together. They were... Uh, a really good match for each other. That album they did together was nice. It was beautiful. Um, if they got married, that's great. I love it. Um, Big Sean is good. Janae Aiku, she's good. Um, you know, I think they're. I think people are learning to keep their relationships to themselves. You know, um, it was a big thing to see if they were going to be broken up. Cause I know that was like a trend and everyone was like heartbroken by it. But I think, it, I, I think that they secretly, secretly like worked everything out, to be honest. Um, now I do also see like, you know, it's a lot of shit going on about how Chris Brown commented under Rihanna's post. Cause Rihanna is listening to Chris Brown music. Okay. Listen, They've been cool, okay? They've been cool. They're just now probably telling, uh, just now probably like coming out, but they have been good friends. She has forgiven him. You know, she probably prayed about it. She probably, you know, talked to her therapist about it. Who knows? That ideal couple right there, they need to be together. Now they that right there, I do condone. I condone that couple. I condone um, Rihanna and Chris Brown. I really do. Um, people are like, oh my God, like how could she be doing this? How could she be listening to his music? Why not? That was so long ago. So long ago. We were not there in the car. We don't know exactly what happened. We just know from what we saw. I feel like all is done. I feel like Chris paid his, 
you know, paid paid his price. He, you know, made sure, you know, like I just feel like they're in a different space. They're older. The past is the past, you know, and they were young. And I think when you're young and you're in love, you do make you know, crazy mistakes. And then you're in the music business, you're entertainer, you're celebrity. So things really, you know, come ahead. And I think that people really, it goes back to the social media thing. People really hate to see the truth. You know, it's like, it's almost like they want you to continue to lie to them and show them, you know, foolery or whatever like that. Like, it's just like, okay, this is, you know, this is what I live for. This is what I love. You know, I'm messy as fuck, okay? I love the mess. I love the tea. I love all of that. But, you know, sometimes when the truth comes to me, I am, you know, feeling some type of way because I'm like, damn, I really thought, you know, I, you know, I'd be believing that shit. But, you know, Rihanna, okay? Rihanna is so damn bad. She can have any man she wants to. She can have a man that's riding a goddamn metro bus, okay? She can have empty and everything because the bitch is so bad, okay? So, will her and Chris get back together? Probably not. Will every time that I go to bed at night and say my prayer to God, will I mention them in my prayers? Yes, definitely. I'm definitely praying for them to get back together. But, you know... It's good that they're friends. It's good that they're in a good place. It's good that they've let the past go, okay? And sometimes it's what you have to do. You have to let the past go. So, like, I was watching and just, like, talking to the past. I was watching, I think it's, like, Uncensored or something like that on TV One or something. And Lisa uh, Ray was on there. You know, Lisa Ray was talking about how, you know, Dwayne Martin... When they were on the show, all of us, they were really good friends. Uh, like she considered him like one of her close friends. And she introduced her husband at the time to Dwayne Martin and they started hanging out. And um, she said that she blames him for her marriage breaking up because her like he would introduce her husband to women, all this other stuff. Okay. I had to like put the show on pause. And sometimes when I'm by myself and me being like an only child, sometimes I do kind of talk to myself, but I don't answer back. So don't think I'm crazy, y'all. I just talk out shit, okay? Like I'm talking to Samai. So, and that's why I have this fucking podcast because I just love to like talk and conversate. So anyway, I think that was a reach. Like I don't, I don't think that she should blame Dwayne Martin for messing up her marriage because this is the thing. Your husband was a grown-ass man, okay? If women were being thrown at him, if he was getting offered three sons or whatever, your man, your husband, he took a vow. And your husband could have been like, nah, I'm good, you know, to any and every one of the bitches that were being thrown at him. He decided that he was going to catch the pussy that was being thrown. Not Dwayne throwing the pussy at him because he could have easily blocked it. Like, he could have been playing dodgeball and just been like, uh, 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 you know, out the way. But no, the pussy was being thrown. He catched that shit like he was about to be in the World Series. And that's what it was. So you can't go and blame 
another man for what another man want to do. Okay, y'all can't do that now. If, if some of y'all, if some of the women do that now. If your man is hanging with another man that you know is a hoe and like the fuck bitches, you just got to trust that your man ain't trying to do the same that their friend doing. Because some of people's friends is not the same, okay? Yes, they may look at their friend, do some shit, and they may know the girl, but that don't mean that your man gonna do it, okay? So, at the end of the day, your man wanted to fuck them bitches that was being thrown at him. Yo, man, you just, unfortunately, the truth hurts. That's about, this is the name of the episode. Yo, man, one shit. And, you know, unfortunately, you had to find out that, you know, you're basically, honestly, you should be thinking Dwayne Martin because he basically showed you what type of man you married to. You married to a nigga that don't give a fuck and wanted to fuck bitches. So you can't take and blame another man for what another man do. I, I don't like it. I can't stand it. A lot of women do that. And I feel like, you know, y'all need to stop. Okay. Y'all think y'all know y'all man, but then maybe y'all really don't. Okay. So that shit, I had to pause and I was like, hold up. And you know, I'm sitting, I'm like, so she mean to tell me that. She blaming this grown-ass man for what another grown-ass man doing? Because cause her man want to fuck the bitches that's being... I just... No, no way. No way. It can't be. I, I couldn't... No, no way. So, at the end of it all, girl... You know, her story was good. It was a really good story. I had no, you know, the problem with the story. It was amazing. Um, But I just felt like that little piece was just too much. It was too much. It, it was like a, it was, it was, it was almost like too much of a reach for me. It was just like, okay, you, you reached a little bit too much. Like wheel it on back. Just bring it on back. Bring it on back. Bring it on back. Bring it on back. Um, it's a lot of shit. Um, also, so you know, it was a rainy Sunday in DC, and I was catching up on some shows, so I finally kind of caught up on the Kardashians. And I get to the episode that had the Corey and Courtney and Scott thing about the whipping of the children ass or whatever. So Courtney kids is bad as fuck, y'all. And <laughs> they do, you know, they're young. They're younger kids, but they're bad as shit. And the thing about it is the Kardashians, they want to have the culture. But Corey is there and telling them what the culture is. But they, Courtney just didn't get it because Courtney's not down with the culture. She always kept it with her white guys, whatever the case may be. So the only reason why Kim understood what Corey was saying because Kanye ain't having that shit. She with the culture. And, you know, Kim did say, she was like, oh, you know, me and uh, Chloe are always on the phone talking about how Courtney doesn't discipline her kids. Yeah, they're bad as fuck. Now, if I want to play devil's advocate with this, because I had this conversation with Remy, I was like, now... 
Who's to say that the nanny ain't do something to Penelope to cause her to scratch her? How we know she wasn't shoving her in the car? How we know she wasn't pulling on her ear or fucking with her? You know, so she had to let the nanny know, like, bitch, don't fuck with me, okay? I may not, you know, if I tell my mother, my mother probably is going to ask she was going to, no, 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 okay? Because sometimes the nannies, they may do a little bit too much. They may you know, be fucking with the kids, okay? And the parents don't be knowing. Then when the parents come home, they be acting like, oh my God, yeah, she did. Jimmy did so good today. Oh my goodness, blah, 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 blah. And the only reason why the nanny probably quit is because Penelope probably scratched her so fucking bad. Nanny probably was bleeding or some shit. I don't know. But I do know that it can be two sides when it comes to that, to the nanny thing. It really can be. And, you know, when I watched it, I was like, okay, Scott and them is just taking this a little bit too far. That's not what the fuck he was saying. And then sometimes I'm looking and it's just like, basically, your kids is bad. And it hurt them to know the truth about your kids. Like, yeah, we got some badass kids. Yay, bad. They bad as fuck. So... You're either going to nip it in the bud, get it together, or you're going to try to listen and figure it out. But I, I understood what Corey was saying. I understood, you know, what was happening. Now, Chris Jenner was very extra with that crying shit because, you know, just because uh, Courtney was like, oh, yeah, you're never being with my around my kids alone, blah, 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 blah. And then they have this fucking shit in the kitchen where, and that's the problem, they want to reward their kids. That's why they bad as fuck. They have this thing like, oh, if we go back to uh, charting and make them do their chores, and when they get the most checks for doing their chores, then they get a reward. Checks for doing chores? The fuck? No, you get your ass in there and you make your bed up. You get your ass in there and take the trash out. You get your ass in checks. And you see the dynamic. See, that's that, no offense, no offense. That's that shit that ain't, that is, that's that shit that ain't right with the parenting. But everybody has their own way of parenting. I do understand that. But that parenting right there, that shit not going to work, okay? It's not going to work. It's just not, it's not going to get it together. It's not, it's not going to happen correctly. The kids are going to be doing what they do now all over the fucking place, okay? All over the place. Um, I haven't been watching Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Um, I just been exhausted coming home from work, so I really don't care about it. And then my show All American is on, so I've been watching that. Um, I did see that the reunion is going to be uh filmed very soon and they're going to be at the Oprah soundstage at the new Tyler Perry studio. So I don't know who approved of that. I don't know who sound off on that. But I just pray, Mona, that your cast don't fuck the shit up, okay? Because it's a lot of people on it that want to fight, you know, want to throw stuff. You know, I just hope that it puts them in a whole different zen and it, you know, becomes a classy reunion. Everyone's using big words and shit, you know, just sounding educated, you know, something just sprinkles on them. It's an educated, uh, you know, type of thing. Um, so I, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Um, I don't know who idea was that, like who thought that was okay uh, to do. Y'all should just maybe kept it where it's always been, and that's in New York, um, because that would make more sense, pretty much. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, Mona, she has her way of getting the people out there, so... Lord help us, Jesus, get him out there. Uh, Kelly Rowland wants a new talk show. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be about. You know, Kelly looks like she's dry. She boring. You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe she'll have Michelle on there. Michelle can explain why people keep thinking that she's somebody else and what she, who she is, which is Michelle Williams. Maybe it's because people don't refer her as Michelle from Destiny's Child. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why. Because everybody keep getting her messed up. Like, why do they... Like, why do they keep confusing her with people? Like, I just don't understand it. And it's probably because, you know... Like, I, she is she's okay in Destiny's Child, but she's not the best. And as much as people try to make it seem like she's the best thing... She really isn't. Like, I don't know. But, you know, Kelly, I don't... Maybe you'll talk about... I don't know what Kelly will talk about. You know, what time she would want to come on. Um, I honestly think we don't need it, (laughs) to be honest. Um, It's not really going to... uh, not going to really do much, you know. I I don't know. I don't know why she feel that uh she needs to go down that road. Um maybe this is our way of maybe getting a Destiny reunion with the on the show. I I don't know. It seems uh quite uh it's very interesting. Um you know, when a group member that no one really, you know, I mean, we we care about her. We like her a lot, but not to the point where she needs to do a talk show. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the move. But, you know, sometimes, you know, you need to tell your friends the truth. And I hope one of her friends that she got, call her up and tell her, like, you know, girl, that's not the move. But, you know. People want to, you know, find out the truth along, you know, the hard way. And she probably just want to experience it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But um, it was a little dry with the tea this week. You know, it was dry. Hollywood was a little dry. Maybe because it's getting a little cold outside, getting nippy. So a lot of shit wasn't happening. So it was a little dry. It was dry. It was really dry. But the tea sipped. Hope you sipped it good. Hope it was, you know, good hot tea. Okay. So let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do, Pastor Wilson is be trending on Twitter. So, you know, I go on my Twitter. I'm like, who is this pastor? I'm like, is this pastor? Did he give a good sermon? Is he with the Kanye Sunday thing? Like, who the fuck is this pastor? So I see the pastor trending. I see you know, tweets and stuff. And then I see this video and Pastor Wilson is going to town on this lady and he's 
going to work on the cooch, okay? He's going to town on the cooch. He's having himself a good time with the cooch. He's just, you know, breaking it all the way down. So I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, okay, this is why Pastor Wilson is trending. I'm thinking Pastor Wilson is going to be trending for, you know, saving somebody or baptizing somebody. No, he's trending for eating the coochie good. And then I got the nerve to do a video and going to let y'all know that he can do whatever he wants to do. And he... Love him some women, okay? And it's nothing that nobody can do or say about it. Not nothing, okay? Nothing. So, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> y'all need to leave Pastor Wilson alone, okay? I, I mean, I, all I could do is just pray for the man, but that, oh boy, that was something. It was something. It was something, Pastor. It was something. It was something. So what you won't do is come at Gucci Man for supporting his wife for being by his side, okay? I saw the thing. It was trending. You know, she stood by him when he was the Gucci that was, you know, drinking the syrup and the Gucci with the fat stomach. And she stood by him when he was locked up. And when he came back home, he had triple the money that he gave her. So as far as I'm concerned, they have a nice clone relationship because I feel that Gucci man is a clone. Okay. I don't feel like that's the real Gucci, but you know, listen, they like it. They love it. Y'all bitches deal with niggas every day. Y'all go back to the same shit. Y'all stand by niggas when niggas have five or four different baby mothers. Y'all stand by niggas when they beat your ass. So y'all just do any other thing. So this little thing right here with her standing by Gucci and her supporting him, let her do it. Let her do it. Cause y'all do it too. All day long. And sometimes it do get sickening. It really do. It's sickening. It is. So, you know, that is episode 96, Truth Hurts. We're almost at 100 episodes, good people. Thank you for all my listeners that's been here since day one. Um, you can listen to us on all platforms. Also follow us on Instagram, which is Shanghai underscore Chronicles. And then my personal, which is Shanghai 87. I hope everyone has a beautiful work week. Okay. Um... Broke niggas, please, God, it rained this weekend, so you definitely washed them away from me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Um, yet again, so just remember, listen to previous episodes, listen to new episodes, and I hope everyone has a good work week again, and I'm out.